Get your Bible and go to the book of Genesis chapter 1. We're going to start in the beginning. Sometimes you have to go to the beginning. Tonight, we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to walk out here and go, that was incredible. And it is. The word's incredible. The other day, Lisa and I were sitting in the, we have coffee in the morning. We have a, we wake up every morning and have coffee. And we open up our Bibles and pray and read the word. And I was talking to her about something. It had nothing to do with what I was going to preach on. She goes, you better preach that. We were talking about the seed of the word of God. The word of God being the seed again. Well, go, go to Genesis. And um, I'll tell you why I'm doing it in just a minute. I don't, I don't want to dive ahead. 126, Genesis 126. God said, let's make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them, man, have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over all the cattle, all the earth, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image in the, in the image of God created he, him, male and female created them and blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now, verse um, 29, and God said, see, I have given you every herb that bears seed, which is in the face of the earth, every tree whose fruit yields seed, to you it will be for food, also to every beast of the earth, every bird of the air, Everything there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. And God saw everything that he made, and indeed everything he was good in the evening of the sixth day. Now, while I'm talking, go to, go to Genesis 8, and we're going to look at 22 in just a minute. Have you ever thought that everything in the earth right this minute, everything, everything came from a seed? Everything, even a dog, horse, tree, food, fruit, you, everything. The best to our knowledge, and I don't know how many trees he made in the garden, but we'll just say after he made the original oak tree, he never made another one didn't need to because it had seeds. When he made tomatoes, he never made another one. But it gave seed and that, that has been working ever since. Now, what we don't ever talk about is the fact that you came from a seed. You came from a seed. Now that, you, you know, you have to stop and think about, well, wait a minute. I don't, you know, when I think, well, I've always read that scripture and thought of, you know, corn and wheat. And I never really gave a lot of thought to the fact that even horse came from a seed. They were, they were born. And so, so we're, we're going to get into, the, into Jesus talking about the, the seed in a minute. Now, here's some good news. Genesis 8:22. While the earth remains... Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. Now, let's, let's 
Let's think about this. So often, when a new year comes, people say, what is God doing? Doesn't matter. You know, we always have the prophets. What's the Lord doing? I'm going to tell you something. I don't think he's doing anything any different. The issue, what are you doing? So, and, and, and here's, so people ask this question, what will 24 be like? Totally dependent on you. I know a lot of people go, you know, the Lord. No. No, he gave the garden, and he ain't never made another oak tree since. And he made two people. Well, he just won. And he never made another one. There's a lot of people running around, but he ain't never made another one. Don't need to. Here's the good news. We'll get into this in a little bit, and, and I know this is going to upset people because they want Trump back, so, back in so bad, and, and everybody in their right mind does, but you, you, you can have a good year based on the fact if you understand one thing only, your future is totally dependent on what you're sowing, good or bad. That's a good that's a good news. Okay, go to Mark 4. So my my question is what came first, the chicken or the egg? Who said the egg? You did. Who says the chicken? Well, if you said the chicken, you'd be right cuz God didn't make the egg first, he made the chicken. He made the chicken and chicken made the egg. He didn't make the egg. He didn't have a bunch of seed laying around. And then Adam got there and went, what's this, God? Uh, just give it a year to grow. So he did. Th- thank God he did make the apple tree, the whole tree. He, boom, apple tree. Okay. Then he put seeds in it, and, and that was the end of that. Okay. He did make a dog. But he put a seed in the dog. And then he made a man and a woman. Made, put seed in them. Yeah. All right. Now, Mark 4, I want to start with 26. The kingdom of God. Now, what he's going to do is he's going to explain to you and I how the kingdom works. Now, we, we talk a lot about health and healing and prosperity and all that. Well, all of God's primary way of getting you anything is seed. Now, now understand, there's, okay, well, I lost some of y'all right there. So, you know, God goes to Adam and says, here's your garden. And it wasn't that big, the whole earth. And the garden, it wasn't everywhere. And he says, jewelry. He said, there's some iron over there. He didn't say there was engines. He said, there's some trees there. He didn't say there's houses. I know that bothers you. 
But see, he gave you and I everything you and I would ever need. Then he told Adam, you got dominion over this, and what you do from here is up to you. Now, that's how Jesus is going to say, now that he's talking, he's going to go back to the original plan of God and say the spiritual kingdom operates exactly the way God made the natural kingdom to operate. If you understand seed, you'll understand everything in your Bible. You'll understand prayers being answered. You'll understand a move of God. You'll understand healing. You'll understand prosperity. All you need to understand is seed. Okay. Now, he knows we're not all farmers, and he's not talking to just farmers. Now, listen to this. The kingdom of God is as a man should scatter seed on the ground. He's talking everything God does is like a guy throwing seed on dirt. Now, if you want to understand, the the answer of why God why is this, seed. That answers why. How come God, seed? What are you doing, seed? You know, a lot of times people say, I need so-and-so. It says he gives seed to the soul. See, you need money, so he, he gives you seed. Don't spend it. That's right. That was money God gave you to start the process of giving. That's right. And he should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. The earth brings crops first the blade, then the head, after the full grain in the head, and when the grain ripens, immediately puts the sickle and the harvest has come. Now, now we got to stop right here, and, and we got to ask a question. And I'm going to ask a very, very difficult question that you don't know the answer to. When you put a kernel of corn in the ground, where does the stalk come from? Now, some of y'all are afraid to answer. You're like, I ain't answering. How much does a stalk of corn weigh? Let's just guess. One, one fourth of an ounce, let's just throw it wild guess. How much does a stalk weigh? What's a stalk made out of? Grass? Don't tell me the grass came out of that seed. It didn't. So you say, well, it came out of the dirt. No, it didn't. It came out of the water. No, it didn't. Where did it come from? It says the answer there. You don't know. Now, use your brain for a minute. I mean, just let it go. It's okay to think. Let me say it again. It's all right to think. It's okay to look at a seed and go, how did you become eight feet of corn. How did you do that? What happened in there? Well, you don't you go, well, the seed multiplied. With what? Don't, don't look at me. You don't know because it's, 
I'm going to tell you where. It's a miracle. It, it is a miracle. Happens all the time, but we just take it for granted. Okay. Let's go. First the blade. So you see a green thing coming out of the ground. Don't tell me that that green leaf came out of that seed. It didn't. If I were to have a box up here full of tacos, I can only get so many out and it's empty. You can't keep taking tacos out of a bag until you feed everybody. We'll get into Jesus in a minute. And the five loaves and fish. We'll get in, we're going to get into that. Where did the fish come from? Where did the bread come from? That's, now that's, you know where we're going tonight? You know what you're struggling with? You don't understand how God does miracles. And because you don't know where the miracle's coming from, it, it, it throws you. But yet you've been, you, you, you've been eating corn all your life that comes from nothing. People do it all the time. If you ask a botanist, where does it come from? They don't know. Well, we think we're smart. We're dumb. Because after that blade grows, then a whole stinking stalk comes up. And it's got to weigh five pounds of grass. Don't tell me that came from water. Water don't make grass. Why would it make corn grass and not make oak can't be the water and it can't be the dirt has to be the seed there has to be a DNA so you say well wait a minute then like in a baby you say the baby cell split where did that come from the mother no, it didn't. The baby didn't take a, the baby didn't weigh 10 pounds and the mama lost 10. Okay, let, let, let's go, let's go deeper. Every one of us have had eggs in the morning. Where's the feathers? Where's the beak? Where's the claws? Where's the heart? I just see yellow. Then it's in there, I guess. See, y'all are thinking, but you're thinking really loud. <laughs> have I ever, have, have y'all ever even given, he said something right there about the way the whole kingdom works. An ounce of yellow Something puts it in dirt, and it grows a whole stalk of corn. That 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 corn goes in the ground and grows more corn, and grows thousands and thousands and thousands of acres from a fourth ounce of of pulpy wood stuff. And you don't know where it comes from, and nobody does. Okay. All right. Okay. 
Are y'all here? This is crazy cool. What about a human? Well, we call a baby a miracle. Yeah, I guess it is. Because you have mommy and daddy, and all they were doing was kissing. Kissing makes babies. I was watching a video today. A lady came in and says, honey, I want a baby. I'm thinking to myself, you don't have to ask him for a baby. (laughs) All you got to do is check the time of month, run in there and jump into bed, take all your clothes off. I will guarantee you, you'll get a seed. You may not get a baby, but you'll get a seed. And then you, that, okay, never mind. Did I go over y'all's heads? Ask Melanie what all that means. She'll explain it to you. I'm thinking to myself, don't ever ask a man for a baby. Just don't even tell him what you're doing. Just look at him and go, by the way, we're pregnant. Another, I saw another video on, 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 on Facebook the other day. They said, honey, do you remember when I got pregnant and you said, we're pregnant? And he goes, yes. She said, we wrecked the car. <laughs> I, I, I think, I like jokes. Anyway. Now, now let's go back to the, to, to the baby and we'll get back to the chicken in a minute. Inside of that egg has to be all of that stuff. We don't have a clue how God did it, except this one thing. That egg is alive. And the seed is alive. And then we're going to get into the word is alive. That's what makes everything we do different because we're not preaching an opinion. We're preaching a living word that has the ability, though you don't know how. That's what stumps you. Well, I'm going to believe God. And then your lightning fast mind goes, how? You don't even know how tomatoes grow. Forget everything else. But everybody that ever started a garden must believe that seeds work. Or you won't start one. Everybody walking in a church, picking up a Bible and making up their mind that next year is not going to be like this one, must believe that that seed right there has the ability to reproduce itself, though you don't know how. Uh, How does quoting the word... I don't know. And you don't either, lightning. Oh, boy, I'm doing good. I mean, y'all got a little bit excited. Okay. Think about a chicken. I mean, a little itty-bitty thing in it, and it 
turns into an egg, and a rooster comes along and pecks on her a little bit, and this thing opens up, and another whole chicken comes out, and you have, that's a miracle. That's crazy. How? I don't know. But it does, I've seen it work. You know, you ever think about the fact that people have babies that are stupid? I wasn't pointing at anybody in the building. I didn't mean for y'all to duck under the chairs. But did you ever notice we got people on the earth that have children and they're dumber than rocks? Do you ever notice that it really, you don't have to be all that smart to get the Bible to work? Wow. Say it backwards. Say it upside down. All right. Y'all are good. Y'all aren't what I was talking about. Y'all are smarter than the average person. All right. Mark 6, 30. Excuse me. To what shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what parable shall we picture it? Wow, wait a minute. Now he's talking about what can we say that would cause you to have the right image? All right, now he's going to say it. Now he's going to say something. Okay, 31. It's like a mustard seed. Just how big is a mustard seed? And what is a mustard seed made out of? 100% mustard. A mustard seed does not have a shell, and it does not have a core. It's just mustard. But if you put it in dirt, it'll become a tree that a bird can live in. So I want to ask you, where is the wood coming from in the mustard? Thank you. It, it, it literally is miraculous. It is the smallest of all seeds, but becomes a tree. Now, Andrew, I was listening to a program by Andrew, and he said that on his property is a, is a granite boulder. And he goes out, and it's, it's, it's the fourth the size of the average church building. So that'd be a hunk of rock. And he noticed that years and years ago, a seed fell in a crack and took root. And over time, it became a tree and busted the boulder in half. A seed, the size that big, whooped a granite rock. Now, now let's go back to Jesus. What could one word from God actually do? Planted in your heart, which is the ground that we don't know how it happens anyway. What, 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 are, what are we capable? What is the word capable of doing? Because it says in Hebrews, the word is living. The word is not. See, it is very important that you go to a church where they preach the word. Not somebody's 
opinions don't produce anything except stupid people who have babies. I was actually thinking of myself because when I was 18, I had, we had Che, and I was dumber than a rock. And I'm thinking, hmm, pretty good accomplishment for someone so stupid to make a baby just by kissing. Y'all are so lively. Verse 32, when it's sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all herbs. And so he's saying that the kingdom of God is like that. So go to Mark 6 now, 34. Mark 6, 34. No. No, that's not right. You know, six, six. I was, I was not in six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six thirty-four. When Jesus was come, he saw a great multitude and moved with compassion. They were like sheep having no shepherd. He began to teach them things. And when the day was far spent, the disciples came and said, that "This is a deserted place. There's nothing out here but dirt, dust, and not much." Already the hours were late. Send them away that they may go to the surrounding country and villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. <coughs> and he answered and said, you give them something to eat. And they said, are we going to go in and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? I mean, how are you planning on pulling this off? And that's a very natural answer. And we have a tendency to think very Naturally, Now, we already know the story, so don't get ahead of me. He said, how many loaves do you have? And he said, they found, he said, five and two fish. And he commanded them, make them all sit in groups on the green grass. And he sat down in rakes of hundreds and fifties. And when he had taken five loaves and two fish, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the loaves and gave to the disciples and set before him two fish and divided among them all. And they ate and were filled. Now, we read that and go, wow, a miracle. Yeah. But, but in the movie, Jesus lifts the loaves up, and then all of a sudden, the, the whole thing is lays like a 1,000 pounds, and he's holding in his hand. But he didn't. Now, here's what he did. He took it and broke it and, and had one loaf of bread and broke it in half and handed that piece to Peter. Then he walked in that same loaf and broke it and handed it to Andrew. Same loaf, broke and handed it to Matthew. Then he sat. They have one piece of bread. They have one fish. They broke it and handed it to the first guy among 50, and he broke it, and everyone touched it. Everyone divided it, and nobody knows how it happened. But it did. How? We don't know. We're going to go deeper before we get out of here tonight. Because that's exactly what's taking place every time you share Jesus with anybody. You're a part of a miracle that you don't know how 
they got saved. How did that person saying Jesus is Lord caused them to go from a heathen to a saint by quoting a scripture that you told them about <coughs> and you don't even know how it happened. And you're doing it all the time. But you're struggling in other areas that work exactly the same way. What's stumping you? I don't know how it happens. You don't know how that happened. You don't even know where your bread came from. You don't even know where corn comes from. Well, Pastor, I just don't understand faith. Me neither. Don't need to. Just do it. Are y'all out there? You go home. This is awesome. I'm doing a great job. I am. I'm doing it. Luke 1. This is fun. You could go on and on and on and on and on and on with this and never run out of material because everything God does, this is how he does it. If you understand this, you can get anything you want. So, how much prayer does it take to get corn to grow? Just plant it. Plant it, water it. We're going to get into this in a minute. The issue is the ground, not the seed. Okay, look one. Let's start with verse 26. The sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Nazareth named Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. House of David, the virgin's name was Mary. Came in, the angel said to her, Rejoice! <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And she went, You're freaking me out, dude. Blessed are you among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. Because Pentecostal, she was not. He considered what manner of green, what manner of greeting might this be? Of a dude standing in my house telling me to rejoice. So the angel said, Don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God, and behold, you're going to conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and his name is going to be Jesus. He will be great. He'll be called the Son of the Highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and the kingdom will be no end. And Mary went, um, I don't even have a guy, friend. I'm like totally virgin. She's, what she said is very naturally correct. So she says, how can that be? Seeing, I know not a man. In other words, that is, isn't that kind of the normal way, even though we don't understand that either? And stupid people can do it? I'm on that one. I mean, I'm on that one. And the angel said, Come on, help me. Holy Ghost. Say Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. All right. Well, let's go back to Romans 10, 9, and 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be sozoed. 
how did that happen? Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost got on the seed of the Word and produced a Christian, though you don't know how. Could it work in other areas? Oh, Shandai, since everything God does is seed time and heart. Everything he does. Now, let's go back to, let's, let's mentally go back to the seed thing. That One of the problems we have in church, we've gotten accustomed to the miracle of someone being healed instantly and call it a miracle. But yet, we're learning tonight that the seed itself is a miracle process. Is recovering from an illness a miracle? Absolutely. And is it more of the primary way God operates? Yes, it is. It is. Now listen, though you might not make it to Benny Hens, and if you did, you might not get the card, and if you did, you might not get in the line, but if you did, it might not be the night he was anointed. So you're, you're running a crapshoot. But the farmer's not. He's running a sure deal. Always works, though you don't understand either one. So is the process less miraculous than the instant? Because we're going to, I mean, Jesus did not come out the next day. Though it was a miracle from God. I mean, there was literally a nine-month cooking period for the boy. Once the seed is impregnated, you've got your miracle. That's good preaching. All right. Some of y'all just got it. You're like, OMG. By God, I think I just got that. That scripture can be reproduced exactly like a kernel of corn. If you want corn, don't plant wheat. Can we jump ahead? God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that and that only. Say only. Don't look for 24 to be any better than this one if you're going to keep sowing stupid. That's kind of where I'm going. Well, I'm just praying about it. Well, you might want to do a little bit more than pray. You might want to go in there in your box of seeds and dig them out and go, hmm, never did like okra. I do. I love fried okra. I hate it when you goo it up like, like snot. I'm telling you all, fry the stuff until it crunches in your mouth. I mean, 
black iron skillet until it is crunchy. Are y'all heathen? We'll get into we'll get we'll get into grits in a minute if y'all don't watch it. All right. All right. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you, and therefore the Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. Now Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month with her who's called um, barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Now, I want to ask you a question. If God is going to do this, why is Gabriel talking to her? Y'all went real quiet. Why is he talking to her? Because unless she gets in agreement, she's got to receive the word. One more time. She's got to say, be it unto me according to what you just said. Holy Ghost ain't getting on nothing until she goes, I'm your girl. Abraham didn't get nothing until he said to God, all right, I'm your man. You ain't getting nothing. Until you go. I got that. I'm the man. Yeah, let's do this thing. And don't wrestle with how. You don't have any idea. Abraham, he, his wife is barren, and he didn't go, how? He just said, all right, let's do this thing. And he's the father of our faith. And he don't know what he's doing. That's good. <laughs> and we have a girl here. She's probably 16. And she definitely don't know what she's doing. She just looked at an angel and went, yeah, let's do this. Not all that hard. Behold, the maiden servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. She got pregnant with the word by the word. All she received was a word. But everything in the earth is made out of the words that God spoke. When he said, dog be, that dog is made out of words. Everything Jesus did he spoke it. Oh, you know what stumps us? How's that work? I have no idea. I don't have a clue. How does speaking to a tree make it die? I do not know. I don't even know how Lisa got pregnant. Well, I know a little bit about how Lisa got pregnant. I was there, but... Really, I wasn't sitting around thinking about it. Some of y'all are going to get that. I didn't go in there and go, oh, God. 
Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, I got oh Jesus. Oh, I'm having a boy. I am a son. In Jesus' name. I don't know whether y'all understand this. That's not what happened. What happened, she walked by and I went, whoa, God. Zach's the only one in here getting it. He's like, I think I just got that. We're making this difficult. Woo, Jesus is good. All right. Okay, Mark 4, 20. Mark, we'll go back to Mark 4, 20. These are those who are sown on what kind of ground? Those who hear the word, like Mary, accept it, say it, accept it. They heard it. They said, okay. And then what happens? They bear fruit. How? Thank you. No, he knows not how. I don't have any idea, huh? This is why we have people out there that go, are y'all in that word church? Yeah, the one where the word became flesh and is a seed planted in your heart, able to produce a hundredfold of whatever I plant in it. So here, let's go back to this. These are those who plant on good ground, who hear the word, accept it, bear fruit, 30, 60, hundredfold return. So isn't the issue here when the seed is not working? Hmm. Let's see, I tried that thing with mama. Didn't have a baby. Might want to go back and check the ground. Because he goes through a whole list of reasons that seed doesn't grow. One of them would be temptation. See, a lot of that parable is progressive. You get born again, the first thing you're dealing with for the first year of your life is all of the stupid stuff you've been doing like cussing and lying and cheating and stealing and looking at playboys and you just got all kind of crap in your life and you're coming in church going pastor how come you're going wait a minute just 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 go back and fix the garden a little bit well that word ain't working it's it just keep coming to church we got some dirt to clean up we got a garden that looks like a total wreck over there, you know, but just work on it. Well, the next, the next thing that he talked about was persecution. Now, now, here's, now, here's what happens with persecution. You stay in church long enough, somebody's going to talk about you. Yeah, just stick around. They don't like you at the other one either. I mean, they don't even like you at work, so they, you, you know, unless you just want to die. And you're going to have to get used to that because you come here for Jesus, not because of them anyway. 
So once you get over allowing that to steal the word of God and keep it from growing, then we're going to get into worldliness, cares. Well, pastor, you just don't know how much I have to do. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why your prayers aren't getting answered. Because you ain't, you ain't even planting the right seed plus much less water in it. But don't look at me and tell me the seed don't work. Seed works. How? I don't have any idea, but it works. Cares, riches, more interested in making money than you are God, more interested in school than you are God, more interested in your kids you are God, more interested in everything except God. Now, pastor, I want to know why. Well, I can tell you right there. See, he gave you all, he just said, okay, here's how you do it. Now here, no, this is the way you do a garden and this is how you don't do a garden. And if you have all this, fix that. If the seed ain't growing, go back to these things and clean the garden up. Because Mark 11, 23 and 24 works. First Peter 2, 24 works. Doesn't it? It works. Woo, y'all went quiet on me again. Now, yeah, let me say something to you. If you've been, I, I was going to do this tonight, and I, I don't have time. In, in the book of Nehemiah, God sent Nehemiah to build a wall back. And Sanballat wanted to have a discussion with him about it. Who is Sanballat? He's a nobody. And who does Nehemiah give a rip who Sanballat is? Sanballat calls him, you're over here building a wall and we'd like to discuss it with you. I'm too busy building a wall. I ain't got time to talk to you about a wall. Who is Sanballat in your life? I need to have a talk with you. No, you don't. You're going to lunch with people who aren't doing anything. You're doing things every day that the devil's got your number. So after they gave him four times, then they threatened him. And he put a sword on and said, I'm still not coming. Because who are you that I would care? All the people that didn't like Jesus. Where are they? Who cares? All the people that don't like you. Who cares? You've you got to learn who to cut, which phone calls not to answer. What is it you're doing during the day that isn't producing anything in your life anyway? And you're so caught up with trying to fix a problem. Listen, when someone's been going through something 30 years, you ain't fixing it tonight. Because they're going to call you at midnight on your day off. Never mind. Just look at him and say, have you read the book by so-and-so? No, you ought to. Have a good day. (laughs) Bible says take each other's heavy loads. You leave their junky stuff to them. Let let them fix it. Darling, you you got yourself in that mess. Get yourself out of it. The reason you're in that mess is you're lazy. Don't be lazy anymore. Be blessed. I love you. (laughs) 
cares, riches, pleasures. I love vacations. They don't fix nothing. Because when you get home, you still got all the work that you left. Lisa and I took our camper up to Tennessee this year. and As fun as that was, hooking that camper up, driving it up there, unhooking it, setting it up. Took two or three hours to set it up. Living out of it and then spending all day getting it ready to bring it home. And I went, I don't want to do this again. I was enjoying myself. And then my gas bill was double. Get it up there. In other words, never mind. All this stuff we're doing may not always be all that. I looked at Lisa and said, just get an Airbnb. Let someone else clean it when we leave. I'll hang my deer in their backyard. They will freak out. (laughs) Hanging in their barn. All right. Now, where was I? Whoa, Jesus. Go to Romans 10. I mentioned this a while ago, but I want to go over here. I'm going to show you something now. I'm going to show you two things. Because I'm preaching all of this for a very important reason. Romans 10, 6. The righteousness of faith talks like this. Don't say in your heart who's going to go to heaven and bring Christ down. Who's going to send to the abyss and bring him up? What does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth, and in your heart, the word of faith which we preach. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart, God raised you from the dead, you will be saved. With your heart, you believe unto righteousness. With your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Okay, why did we separate healing from the new birth? They're one in the same. The word healing is sozo. The word new birth of salvation is sozo. Why did we get born again so easy and spend a year trying to get healed? Why does the corn grow and the okra don't? That darn okra. No, no, it ain't the okra. Don't shut me down. Why is it so easy to get filled with the Holy Ghost speaking tongues and so stinking hard to get healed? Is it? Actually, it isn't. You know what stumps us? We're trying to figure it out. Cancer. You are a heathen. You were Satan. You went from being Satan to Jesus with one word. Cancer ain't squat. Going from being a total heathen from hell. And becoming a son of God with nothing more than I believe he died on the cross and rose to the dead. That's a pretty huge miracle and you don't know how you did it. 
If you believe in your heart, under right, being right with God, and with your mouth, confessions made unto healing. Shandai. Shandai. Okay, now think about this for a minute. Right after you got born again, you still acted just exactly like you did the day before. And you didn't run around going, I guess I didn't get it. You didn't do it. Because you had been in the Baptist church long enough to know now you're saved. If someone asks you, you saved, you say, I'm saved. How do you know you're saved? I confess Jesus is Lord. Yeah, but you act like hell. Yeah, but I'm saved. And about a year later, that crop popped up and you went, I told you. Never mind, I'm going to come over here and preach. And then we're walking around going, Paul really is saved. I mean, my God, we had to use our faith when we first met that boy. But, I mean, we actually seen some fruit on this boy now. I mean, when I first met him there, I didn't see, I didn't even see a bean on the vine. I mean, that boy called himself saved. That's, yeah, he's got a lot of faith. Come on, y'all. I mean, listen to me. Is, is this, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to help us. What's stumping us is we're trying to figure out how it works. And he said, go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep, and you go, Shandai, a, a leaf. I've got corn. No, you don't. You got a leaf. That's corn. You wait and see. That's corn. Then later it gets a little taller and you go, I told you, you I ain't no corn. Then when it pops, you go, come to my house. We're having corn day. Are y'all out there? I'm preaching better than y'all amening right now. Why can't we go? You, are you healed? I'm healed. How do you know? Well, I confess Jesus as Lord. And he said, if I say with my mouth, I'm the healed. I'm the healed. I'm, deli- I'm saved. I'm sozoed. I'm saved. I'm delivered. I'm, I'm born of the Spirit. See, listen to me. That scripture can produce that whatever you, whatever scripture you're standing on, it is going to produce Don't dig it up. Oh boy, that's good preaching. We're doing this all the time. Whether it's butter beans or corn or chickens or your dog or your mama who's getting pregnant. You're doing it all the time. And every bit of it is something being made out of nothing. A baby becoming bigger out of nothing. Where is the body coming from? Nothing. Don't tell me it's not. Well, then where is it coming from? You know, I mean, I don't know. It's, but it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You, that woman. She's running around saying she has a baby. And she doesn't have a baby. She has a fat belly. That's growing from nothing. 
Could it be that the kingdom is not as difficult as we thought it was? Could it be, I'm going to go to Galatians. I'm going to close now. i got to close. Could it be? Could it be? <laughs> that we could actually open our Bible and go, what would I like to plant in my heart? I'd like to plant. I'd like to plant some prosperity scriptures this year. I would like to plant some I have favor with God and man. I need favor. I'd like to have some. Father, I'm planting that scripture that I have favor with God and man. Right now, I'm being unto me, Heavenly Father, according to your word. I now have favor. And oh, oh, by the way, um, this thing they've been saying about me being 70, I'd like to claim I have the mind of Christ. And I'm not forgetting everything. No, no, no. I have the mind of Christ. And I'll take a wisdom of God also with that. And add to it a blessing of Abraham. I'll have one of those. Come on, y'all. Come on. How's that going to You know, you've been working down there at Taco Bell. And now you're believing that for prosperity. I mean, how is that happening? Maybe I'll own it by this time next year. You don't know. Quit asking. How does it work? Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you'll reap it. Now, one more scripture, and I'm not going to make you turn there. Mark eleven twenty three. If you say to the mountain, be removed, cast and see, and shall not down your heart, believe what you say, you'll have what you say. He didn't say you'll have what you say good. He said you have what you say, period. If you're sowing it in your heart, it's coming up. Dang, dog. God, if I get any dumber. You have this little voice in your head and tells you how dumb you are, how stupid you are, how worthless you are. Are you still listening to that? That's called bad soil. No, 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 you're not talking to him. I'm perfect. I'll tell you what, if you want to mess your spouse up, go home and tell them. The Bible says I'm perfect. Yeah. Sin has no dominion over me. So that. I got authority over all the work of the enemy. So that. What happens there? What, what, what happens there? You keep sowing that word in your heart. It becomes more and more real to you. If something's not real to you, do not get angry. It's you. Don't be mad at yourself, but just go, I haven't been sowing the right stuff in my heart lately. I've been sowing the opinions of people. I've been sowing TV. 
news, the war in Israel. It's time to open your Bible up and go, I'd like to plant me a garden for 2024. Isn't that good? So what does next year look like? That's right. Say awesome. Yeah. Now let me tell you why people don't do this. Gardening is not easy to do. If you just want to sling the seed and come back next month, hey, it ain't happening. A little bit of work going on. Now listen, on the side of the road are weeds. That's what happens when you don't plant flowers. See, if you're not going to plant it, God's going to put something there because you don't want erosion. So you got something growing in you. But if you don't like what it is, you might want to plow up the ground and go, not this year. Well, now we're going to get rid of some weeds. We're going to get these rocks out of here and build a wall. We're going to fix some stuff. This year, out of what I'm doing, and my whole sermon is about this. I've sat down with my Bible and looked at the stuff I want changed in me. And I'm going to take those scriptures and I'm going to sow them in my heart. That's a powerful statement. I'm going to trust the process. I'm not asking, how does it work? I don't know. I just believe it does. I don't believe he lied. I believe when I open up my Bible and I got certain scriptures that I'm reading every day the sun comes up. Sometimes two, three, four, five times a day. I'm reading them. I'm, I'm, I'm not always going to listen to that voice in my head that wants to scream at me. All the things people have said, I don't care. Turn that off. The phone, put it down. Get a Bible out. Who benefits from this? If you don't believe in seed time, you won't do this. But if you believe in it, you'll do it. All faith is is acting on the Word of God. Amen. Isn't this good? This is different because everybody in the body of Christ right now is praying prayers like, what is God going to do next year? Just send rain on your garden. Pray for harvest all you want to. If you ain't got no seed in the ground, forget it. Ain't coming up. (coughs) And every year people do that. I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. I lost 1,000 last year. I keep finding it. I just keep losing it and finding it. Karen thinks that's funny, but it's not. Are y'all ready to pray? I want y'all to do something. I want you to find, I mean, I'm being serious. Find scriptures that promise you what it is you want. Not the negative. I am a this. Stop. Last year was hell on earth. Stop. Didn't have a job. 
Stop. Find scripture. Find them. Get your heart straight. Get your, get your garden straight. Get, your, get the soil right. Plant those seeds in your heart. They'll take you from poverty to money. It'll change your job. It'll change your intellect. Change everything about your life. Mary, be it unto me. I'll do this. And she never knew a banker. She never knew a real estate agent. Lord, I don't know a banker. I don't know a real estate agent. I don't know a psychiatrist. I don't know. You don't need to. All you need is the scripture. It'll do everything. I don't have a health nutritionist. Don't need one. Father God, thank you for this evening. I came in here tonight with the idea of teaching something that I believe that when the world around us is going nuts, you said seed time and harvest will go on until the rapture. This is something that will work no matter what's going on in the world. It'll always work. The apple will always grow apples. It'll always do it. And your word will always produce after its kind for anybody planting it. Anybody can do this and anybody can reap a harvest from it. And Oral Roberts didn't come up with seed time and harvest. You did. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. I want you to get some scriptures, and I want you to write them down. I mean, I'm being serious. I want you to write them down, put them on an index card, and keep them with you. And say, that's my. So you can do two or three or four. You don't have to stop with one. That's my seed. T, my God meets all of my needs. With God, all things are possible. See, you can have your own house if I could just get you to get a scripture. How? I don't have any idea. Don't need to know. Justin found out he could get a Raptor truck. Now he's got to figure out how to keep gas in it. God bless every one of y'all. Y'all have a great night. God bless you. Have a happy, happy New Year. Amen. We'll see you back here Sunday. in your freedom.